I'm Maddie. And I'm Emma. And this is the Content Creators Podcast. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. And today, we are sharing a super fun piece of news. News. Words are hard today. Goodness gracious. (laughs) Keep this in there, Sam. News. (laughs) Emma made the LinkedIn top 10 voices in the creator economy. Woo! Okay. All right. Before, Before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is, what's something you've recently watched and recommend? Oh, I should have thought about this. I can go first. Yeah, you you go. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I'm always just like on the hunt for like new shows to watch and whatever that may be. And um, I think one of the things that I really liked, Joe Coy has another special on Netflix. It is based in L.A. I love all his specials. He's a Filipino-American comedian um, and he's had like, three specials already and this fourth one um is based in LA one of the reasons why I really loved it was he actually shared in the special that his very first um comedy special with Netflix they turned him down and then he literally went out filmed it himself edited it I mean he like hired someone to like film it and Netflix called him he says this in the special and was like yeah we know you're filming this we don't want it what isn't that so crazy so he literally like spent his own money like edited himself and then afterwards literally even though netflix said no a million times sent it to netflix netflix was like oh wow this is really great okay we'll buy it and i literally was like what that's a growth mindset if i've ever heard one someone literally netflix literally called him while they knew he was gonna pay for it himself and they were like yeah we don't want this oh (laughs) isn't that crazy that's insane see he believed in himself and you said this episode was unrelated it's it's, not i guess it is related it all ties together back so anyways highly recommend joe coy super funny um Brandon's not even Filipino. He thinks he's like really funny. He <laughs> understands my Filipino family though. So like there's some like jokes yeah. in there that he like really gets. Um, but yeah, I really liked his special. And um, yeah, I think that's a good one. Ooh, okay. I got to watch that. That sounds really, you said Netflix, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got to watch that. One that I, I don't know, this, this one's kind of weird. I don't know. I, I will say I watched the new Dahmer movie. Is it scary? It's really scary. And I'll say it's really, I don't know how, I don't want to say I recommend it because I think especially like, I feel like I can't speak to it as much, especially not being a person of, well, not person of color presented in all like I'm white passing. And then also I like they're uh, mostly affected the black community. Yeah. And so I, one thing that I do think is cool about the movie is that I, I haven't seen previous Dahmer movies, but from what I've heard, he's very romanticized, not romanticized, but like they don't really touch on like how much it impacted specifically the black community and like really how targeted that was. And it, I just, yeah, it's, it sounds gross. I haven't seen the other ones, um, but they just kind of like make it out to be like this. Oh, like cool. Like, like what is, what is it? It's like dark mystery, whatever. And obviously he's a gross guy. He yeah. ate people like that's like n- horrible. Yeah. But like, I did really like that. I think they made a point to be very, intentional about sharing like the impact that this had on the community and how intentional he was about targeting this community because people weren't believing them and so he got to do what he got to do because no one believed them and I do like that it shines light on that but there's also been like a lot of really great 
points made that it's kind of like torture porn a little bit like and it's like really hard for a lot of people like to watch of course yeah it's like triggering so I don't I don't know how I feel about that but I will say it was very educational and I do like that they they seemed to actually take a lot of care in making sure that it was accurate and touched on the societal like consequences and issues that led to him being able to do that for as long as he could wow yeah i don't think i'll watch it yeah no I, it's a little it's a lot it's it's sorry it's not a movie it's like a series, series yeah. yeah but no it's good to like hear your two cents oh my gosh i also wanted to share real quickly before we jump into like the linkedin stuff she hulk we've been wa- i've been watching she yes, hulk. oh my gosh <laughs> i love it Wait, do you actually i I'm- literally okay so one thing i really do appreciate with the marvel universe and i realized like we can talk about Marvel forever, <laughs> but like going in the direction, and it makes sense. They're going in a direction of like, this is like TV. So I guess it's basically like a movie in like six episodes. Right. But like the humor, the lightheartedness, yeah. incorporating pop culture. I screamed. I literally <laughs> screamed when Megan Thee Stallion was. Oh, that was really funny. That was really funny. <laughs> okay. So there's like, I mean, I know everyone has their two cents with Marvel. There's been obviously criticisms mm-hmm. with, with it, but I really, I really like it. So I'll say it's very, it's definitely, I don't think it's like my vibe. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's not like the kind of stuff that I normally gravitate towards because I think I am very like, I am like very, I don't know, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. How, I it just I feel like it doesn't resonate as much with me. Uh-huh. Not not resonate. I think it's just like not like my vibe as much. But I do really appreciate like the director's take on it, and yeah. I think it's really cool like how she's interpreted the story and how she's telling it. Yeah. Like, and I do really appreciate the like the touch on like feminism and like how a she-hulk is impacted differently than a he-hulk yeah, and like yeah. all those things and how she was just named she-hulk and so I do like that commentary I yeah. think that's like really cool and she does have some like pretty funny jokes yeah I really like okay so I, that was the other thing I knew I had a second thing I always have a second thing I recommend so anyways <laughs> no I'm glad you but honestly now that I'm thinking about it I've literally watched so much I don't know why I literally couldn't think of anything. No, Sam and I have right. literally been watching like all the RuPaul's, all yeah. the RuPaul's. There's like three on right now. Well, no, not anymore. But anyway, yeah, yeah no, that She-Hulk was a good one. I love She-Hulk. She-Hulk okay. is a good one. Anyways. Anyway, that so this entire mini-sode is actually about She-Hulk <laughs> and the Dahmer movie. And yeah, definitely it's a lot. So maybe let's not. But we're moving on to more lighthearted topics and actually very exciting topics. So before we go super into basically the cool Emma getting featured, I do want to, we want to make sure that we touch on what LinkedIn is in case you're not familiar with it. So if you haven't heard of LinkedIn before, LinkedIn is the world's largest professional network on the internet. So you can use LinkedIn to find a new job, build your network, showcase your career. You can also input your experiences, skills, and education. You can basically think it's like an online resume combined with a social media network specifically for networking yeah. like per, in the professional space like you can post job successes you can post like different like if you're looking for a new career you yes. can post different conferences you attended uh things like that you have some great examples specifically for creators but it's basically social media but like for the professionals for yeah. yeah yeah it's great so what is linkedin news because this is the news that basically like I shared 
oh my gosh, like a few weeks ago was that, hey, like I've been featured on like LinkedIn News. So LinkedIn News is an arm within LinkedIn. And there's about 100 plus global journalists who create, curate and cultivate the news and insights for the LinkedIn community and like what they need to know. So they've been doing this thing called LinkedIn Top Voices and that showcases LinkedIn members who are thought leaders, catalysts and people who share what it means to be a mission-driven professional, um, you know, in their industry, in their niche and they are sharing that on LinkedIn. So you can find LinkedIn top voices and topics on um, social impact, finance, the creator economy, the next gen or Gen Z creators. Um, It's actually really cool. I actually think it's like such a smart idea for LinkedIn as a platform to look at like the top conversations and the top people contributing to a specific niche, community, whatever that may be, highlighting and spotlighting them because I think one way, I think one of the questions I get is like, well, what do I even do with LinkedIn? Like, how do I behave on this platform? And like literally them showcasing these creators and, you know, businesswomen and businessmen and, you know, founders and startups and like nonprofit leaders, like you literally like get to see how they're using the platform. And then you also get an idea of like, oh my gosh, there's so many ways to build your career. Yes. So, so I wanted to share just like how the opportunity happened because it might seem like it's like, wait, what? I didn't even know this thing was happening. So um, I've actually had LinkedIn since college, um, but I started posting on LinkedIn more regularly, honestly, just these last few months. You've done such a great job. I feel like you're posting like every, what's your posting frequency? I'm trying to do two to three times a week. I was going to say, I feel like every time I go on LinkedIn, you have a new post, which is really cool. Oh my gosh, that's great. Okay, that's good. So um, yeah, I literally, I think like a few months ago, I was talking with my friend Gabby from at PAX Light. Um, she's really big on solo travel um, on Instagram. Also really big. She's huge on TikTok. But she was like, hey, have you started posting on LinkedIn like you know it's a really great platform the platform really wants creators to come on and so I was like oh okay like maybe this is something I should explore more Mm. so I was like okay I'll start posting but honestly you guys when I started sharing like my content creation journey on my blog and Instagram in 2017 LinkedIn was not on my radar as a platform that I would use to talk about this I mean I wasn't even sure how this was going to be like received on my blog and Instagram so I was like this is not on my radar at all. It wasn't on all. It's on, still not on a lot of creators' Radars. radars. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So um, I had originally started Emma's Edition as a fashion blog, but as I was, you know, growing and balancing, you know, my corporate career at the time, I really felt inspired to share what I was learning as a part-time content creator. Um, I realized I love sharing like the behind the scenes of how long it took to produce one blog post and what brands look for in brand collaborations. And like, yes, I obviously like love sharing my outfits and travel adventures, but I really enjoy sharing the business side of being a content creator. And so just like a little bit of history, right? If you've been listening to the podcast, you know this. Um, Beginning of 2020, we co-launched the Content Creatives Podcast. We had so much fun like sharing our content creation journeys and advice for new creators, established influencers, you know, small business owners. And like literally two and a half years later, we have 200 plus episodes and we're continuing to drive our mission statement to, you know, literally like help aspiring creatives discover, grow and own their brand. And so for me, like I've been talking about this content, we have a podcast all about content creation and the journey and the business side and lessons learned. And then I have also shared this on my Instagram. And so again, right, like just a few months ago, I was like, 
I'm just going to start sharing like my content on LinkedIn. And I cannot believe that like the platform like recognized it. It was really cool when you posted. That's so I mean, that's huge. LinkedIn is like a huge company. It's massive. And so I was very surprised. It actually cracks me up because it's like, you know, like with TikTok, right? Like, obviously, I really enjoy TikTok. It's fun. It's carefree. I've had it way longer than LinkedIn. Yeah. But I literally start using LinkedIn this year. And, like and then in a few months, you're like, it's like top 10. I was like, what? And so um, anyways, you guys, like, I am here to tell you to not sleep on this platform. I Give me like three to maybe four more months. And then I'll come up with like an episode on like best practices on like how to use LinkedIn because I think one of the things that helped me was like making sure my oh my gosh this is with anything right yeah making sure that like your content searchable so using relevant hashtags yes I literally use hashtag creator economy and like that's like a hashtag that like LinkedIn LinkedIn uses and like looks for and so I probably was coming up on those posts and my point of view if you look at that list if you look it up on LinkedIn use um I think I'm like maybe one or maybe there's one or two of us who are actually creators featured on the list. Everyone else has like a different take perspective. They might be a reporter on the industry. They Mm. might be um, a founder to of like platforms that helps creators. So like everyone has a, it's really interesting. I'm like, I think I might be the only creator. Maybe there's one more person, but I'm pretty sure there's like, I might be really the only creator featured on there. There's a a lot of creators sleeping on this platform, especially because, I mean, we even talked about this. We interviewed, who did we interview that was saying that you should, like LinkedIn is a really great platform. Amanda. Amanda, yes. Amanda was saying like how great of a resource LinkedIn is. And honestly, if you think about it, the brands, like, I mean, what you just said is a perfect example. The people that are being featured in the creator economy, the people that are frequently on it, or on LinkedIn looking for like posting and engaging with people are brands looking yes. to hire people are bl- like blo- like if you want to get featured in a like article online people are posting about it on LinkedIn they're posting their articles on LinkedIn if they're a reporter and they're saying this is what I've learned about the creator economy yes this is where they will find you if you want to be featured in a like in an article or if you want to be featured in like or like work with a specific brand like this is where they network so meet them where Where they're they're at. at yeah for sure yeah, and so this is so important. I love that we're talking about LinkedIn. And it's so cool that you... I just think it's so cool. Anyway, if you guys do want to start exploring LinkedIn, Emma's going to write the episode in a few months about overall best practices. But we do have a few tips for you guys. So tip number one, fill out a LinkedIn profile with all your work experiences. And if you aren't sure how to do that, you can look at people's LinkedIn profiles as examples. Maybe look at Emma's. Maybe yeah, I was going to say, follow. you literally could look at mine or you could honestly look at any other you know professionals featured on like the top 10 list because I I do think it's like they are as a platform are highlighting like this is like how you maximize your profile yes you know making sure all these fields are filled out 
Yes, absolutely. And then another tip, start following people on LinkedIn. So following people on LinkedIn top voices list is a great way to see how LinkedIn users users are using LinkedIn and also just the people that are being featured in these kinds of things. So basically what LinkedIn is looking for, if you do want to get featured in one of these things or basically best practices, that's a really good way to mimic it. Um, And then also start experimenting with posting. Try an introduction post or start... (laughs) Sam, please cut that out. I just said shark. Good Lord. Start experimenting with posting. Try an introduction post or start sharing your blog posts or podcast episodes on LinkedIn. It can be just as easy as honestly taking a snippet from your blog post and posting the link. Yeah. Super easy. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people overcomplicate it. And I think one thing is like, I guess like my only other thing I want to add here is like, I would recommend like writing in complete sentences, yeah. using proper grammar. <laughs> so like, I know you can be more informal, right? Obviously on TikTok and Instagram. I think that's like my only thing. You could ha- you can literally have the same caption, but maybe you just like update one or two words and then making sure it's like a complete sentence. Like, I think that's like the only other thing I would add. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review and recommend the podcast to a friend. If we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at Emma's Edition, at Mad Cray, and at the Content Creatives Podcast. Sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.